I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about three tips to becoming a secure partner. That's right. You know, we always tell you guys you have to make changes on yourself to improve your chances with your ex because, you know, you had problems with them which led to the breakup. And so if you can put yourself in a better position to be a healthier, healthier person, healthier partner, understanding your partner's needs better, understanding your own needs better, and finding ways to soothe yourself or calm yourself down when you don't get what you want or you know, listen to your partner's criticisms, you'll find that relationships will work better because it's about that connection. And you have to understand that that connection takes work. It doesn't magically just happen, right? No, it doesn't. So Margaret has got three great tips that I think you guys are going to find really helpful. Right. Now, as all you out there know, every time I read a book, I insist upon sharing it with you. <laughs> and I just read a book, I'll hold up, don't know if you can see it, called Attached. And it's been pretty much a bestseller. Um, it's, and I, I came across several people I talked with on the phone who had read it. Mm -hmm. And so I thought I should read it, and I did, and I was glad I took the time to do it because it just puts things a little bit differently yeah. um, from how other people put it. And I think any different ways we hear um, are really, really helpful. They point out two things right off the bat. Um, anytime we, we get into a romantic relationship, we're looking for a secure base. Now remember that term. That's what we hope every baby in the world has, is a secure base. Yeah where they know they're going to be taken care of and that it's going to be consistent and that their mother's going to be there. And we all need to know that we're going to be taken care of by our partner, that our partner has our back, and that our partner will be there for us when we're upset. Mm -hmm. So one of the solemn obligations we have is to be the best secure base we can be mm -hmm. for a partner. The other issue they raise immediately is that it is not a bad thing to be dependent on your partner. Okay? Dependent, being dependent has a really bad name. I've heard so and so is very dependent. Well, so and so may be very dependent, but let's not judge it. Um, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're really hurting and you're really upset, um, it's okay to be dependent on your partner for however long it takes you to recover. Mm -hmm. Okay, your normal independence. So I really like those two concepts right off the bat. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you directly what some of these folks have to say. Okay. Tapping into the secure mindset, creating a secure base for your partner. Okay. As you recall, of the mo one of the most important roles we play in our partner's lives is providing a secure base creating the conditions that enable our partner to pursue their interests and explore the world in confidence. 
we don't want to cage them in. We want them to feel confident to explore, just Absolutely. like the little kid. Just like the little kid. Yeah. Brooks Feeney and Roxanne Thrush of Carnegie Mellon University, in a study published in 210, found that these specific behaviors underlie this broad term. You too can provide a secure base by adopting the following secure behaviors. Okay. They were looking at what secure people do. Okay. okay. First and foremost, be available. Very important. Absolutely important. Respond sensitively to their distress. Allow them to be dependent on you when they feel the need. Mm -hmm. Check in with them from time to time and provide comfort when things go wrong. Yes. Okay. It's critical. It's critical. And is it easy to do? Not always. Unless you're Margaret. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always there for my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's not always easy. and Especially when you're tired of or course. you're you've stressed had, you've from had work. A, you've had a bad day yourself. Mm -hmm. But you know what you do? If your partner's in real distress, you just put that aside and you yep. be there for them. Yes. You have to yep. prioritize. Yeah. And when you're in a relationship, being available for your partner is a huge priority. Huge. Because yep. if they keep trying to go to you to get their needs met and yep. you're not there. And you're not there. They're going to start to get frustrated, give up, and then start looking elsewhere. Yeah. So it's extremely important. And the other thing is, I was talking with somebody today who was saying something about people. Someone would say to her, you know, you're too needy. You need too much. You shouldn't get this upset. That is how to blow it right off the bat, okay? All feelings are valid when your partner comes to you with them, whether you think they don't match the situation or not. Because chances are you're going to be dating somebody that has the opposite kind of attachment right. and need, That's right. right? Like yeah. So you might be avoidant and you need more space, but your partner is anxious so they need more closeness and yes. you have to accept that. At, also, if you're anxious, you want to be close, but they need space. That's right. So no matter who you are and no matter who you date, they're not going to need the exact same level of closeness right. or space. Right. And so you have to understand what they need right. and you have to be able to adjust and adapt to that. That's right. And you know, being in a relationship is all about the other person. Really, we all get tied up in our own needs, and that's fine. But yeah, if you're going to make a commitment to somebody, you have to be available. Yeah, okay. it's a balance, huh? Right. It is a balance, always. Don't interfere. Provide behind-the-scenes support for their endeavors. Help in a way that leaves them with the initiative and the feeling of power. Allow them to do their own thing without trying to take over the situation, micromanage or undermine their confidence and abilities. What happens when uh, somebody comes home and said I have had says I have had a terrible day at work? Right. Most of the, most of the time, what does the partner do? Well, you should hear my day. You, that's yeah. You should hear my day. Or here's what you should have done. Okay. And here's what you should do. Telling you what you could have done differently, yeah, yeah. or how their solution is better. But if you think about it, that person was dealing with it all day long. They know how to deal with the situation. You're not going to hear part of a story and all of a sudden have a better answer for them. Right. 
So, and I mean, I think particularly for men, I men. think this is unfair. Men. <laughs> men, men always see it as their job to fix it. Yeah. Okay. Biologically, we yes, discovered that. Absolutely, it's true biologically, as Helen Fisher told us in mm -hmm. her book. Mm -hmm. um, so immediately, somebody's going to want to try to fix it for you, and that's not what you need. Yeah. You need to say, "Oh my God, what? A, tell me about your day. Oh my God, what an awful day that was. Wow, I would have wanted to punch him when he said mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. You know that kind of stuff. Listen first. Yeah. Okay. Don't try and problem solve. Right. Don't try and problem and, and jump in the middle of what their situation is. And I think that many, many well-meaning people, women as, as well as men, we immediately go to try to help the person solve the problem instead yeah. of dealing with their feelings, which is really what they need. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's the third tip? The third one is encourage. 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 Provide encouragement and be accepting of their learning and personal growth goals. Yeah. That can be scary. Well, it can be scary because you feel like, especially if you're insecure, that right. suddenly you won't be worth That's right. their time anymore right. or they right. can find somebody better. Yeah. Right? And so it is yeah. scary. And I think maybe a lot of men were threatened by that, especially 4,000 years ago when you were younger. Yeah, when I was younger, 4,000 years ago. Um, you want to boost your partner's self-esteem. And that is going to be threatening to some people, both men and women. Yeah. You know, What if they get so smart and, and they exceed so well they, they won't want me anymore? Yeah. yeah, and so I think a lot of insecure people, men and women, right. will not want their partner to work. I'll provide for you, you stay at home because they don't want the partner to find some Somebody better. else, yeah. And it's really out of insecurity. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's very important to encourage. Now, this is not an easy task, being a secure base. Yeah. No, it's not no, an easy it, task. It no. takes work. Yeah. Because chances are you grew up in a home where you didn't see secure bases. Right. Right. And, and all of that is what showed up in your relationship difficulties now. Yeah. But remember, your partner always needs to know you have their back. Absolutely. Yeah. Because if they don't, they're not going to feel safe. And I've talked to a number of people, especially recently, um, who have said that instead of responding to their distress, sometimes people are told, well, you're thinking about that the wrong way, or you shouldn't get this upset over this sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. You know, and the minute somebody starts to tell you, that your feelings are wrong, it's blown badly, okay? Yeah. All feelings are legitimate and to be honored, even if they make no sense. Yes, yes. I'm really upset about the birthday party. What birthday party? Why would you get that upset about the birthday party? Well, you know, because six of my relatives insulted me. And then you just say, oh, just ignore them, yeah, right? Just, yeah, exactly. You, give your, you, them. Yeah. you tell them how to handle it, right. you interfere. Just ignore them. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you know, now they don't feel like they can come to you. They can't feel connected to you. They can't share things with right. you. Right. So, yes. And you got to remember, too, that if someone has not had a really secure base, they're going to be a little confused by this behavior. <laughs> but nobody's going to complain about it. No. Nobody's going to complain about having a secure base. It's, remember, it's the thing we all crave. Yep. As babies, we have to go hug mom's knee before we go explore the living room. Yep, and we come right back, and then and they we, go back yeah, out there yep. again. And it's no different even when we grow up. Yeah. Yeah. We want a secure base to come home to. Okay, three good tips. Okay, that's what I learned 
that's part of what I learned from the book, but there's much more. All right. Give Margaret a thumbs up for all of her research. She was on vacation reading. Yes, I was. Only Margaret. <laughs> so you better like the video. Yeah, you better. <laughs> uh, of course, when, when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. And Margaret is available for Skype coaching as well. If you think I can be helpful, please feel free to call. Who couldn't think you're helpful, Margaret? Well, you never know. <laughs> Click on Margaret at the top of the website to sign up with her. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.